0: Welcome to the Prolific Pulse Poetry Podcast. This is your host, Lisa Tomey. Today, our guest is Lamia Michelle. And believe me, you're in for a treat. Welcome to the Prolific Pulse Poetry Podcast and YouTube. We have a special guest today, Lamia Michelle. She was born and raised outside of Philly Lake but she actually lives in Atlanta now and uh, actually really loves living in the city of Atlanta and I have to say I'm a little bit envious because I do love Atlanta myself. Her style of writing is uniquely hers to own. There is one word that perfectly describes the kind of writer Pierce is an uncompromised, truthful one. Lemmy is a poet and what sets her apart and makes her unique is that she used pain and self-reflection as a mechanism for pinning brilliant prose and heartfelt poetry. This biblical scripture embodies Lemia's life's mantra. Out of the abundance of her heart flows the issues of life. Pierce's path to healing goes hand in hand with her journey of spiritual awakening. Welcome, Lemia.
1: Thank you, Lisa. Nice, thank you for having me on your platform today. It is such an honor to be here.
0: Thank you so much for being here as well. Now tell us a little bit about you. So what does a girl do in Atlanta?
1: A little bit about me. Um, I am from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Well, a little city outside of Philadelphia and the name of that city is Chester, Pennsylvania. And I have been in Atlanta now for the past two years. And I work at a cancer hospital here as a cardiac technician, cardiac monitor technician. And I'm also the mother of one and a grandmother of two. So besides writing, I'm also a Gigi and pretty busy with the grandkids.
0: (laughs) Oh, wow. You do not look like you could be a grandmother yet. Wow, (laughs) I want to know your what your secret is. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I, I say it's it's God. (laughs) There you go. There you go. Um, Now, you know, I I read your poetry and I found it to be absolutely wonderful. Can you tell us about your your book and how this all came about?
1: Yes, ma'am. Thank you for your compliment. Pretty much I was just sitting in the house um, like the last three months of 2020. So my birthday is in October. So you figure October, November and December, I had made set an intention for myself to make room for my life to grow daily. And what came out of that space, that, that three months of isolation and trying to figure out what my purpose was, was my book. She writes from the heart. And I've always been a journal writer. I always you know, that has always been my escape to get my pen with my pad and just to write how I was feeling. I've I've been very reserved most of my life. So to put all of this out in a book and to open it up for the world has been a journey in itself. But it's also a beautiful place of healing. That's how I would like to. That's how I like to explain it. So within those three months, I was writing how I felt, what I was going through, what I was thinking. I was reflecting on past life experiences. And I decided, okay, I'm going to put this in a book. But the book was just for me. So I thought. And so I published on December the 19th of 2020, but it wasn't
0: released until February of 2021. Okay. I'm showing your book on the screen and some of the insides of the book, um, your dedication and your, your poetry. Um, you actually have uh, a poem called From My Heart. I'm showing on the screen now. And it's really nice. I really like that. Thank you, you. about, about your, your journey. And um, then also that she writes from the heart. Um, I really like that as well. Wow, that says a lot about you, about what you, where you're coming from and what your focus is. Yes, I was trying
1: to figure out, okay, the other day, maybe a few weeks ago, I was like, um, am I writing poetry? And I think it was just having a moment of self-doubt and I was trying to figure out exactly what it was that I was writing or the writing style. And, you know, is it really poetry? Because it's just, for me, it's just art writing is art so i sat with it for a little while and I, I really pondered on it and it is it's from my heart it's relatable it's honest it's very transparent um and it's real but what i've gotten back so far as far as feedbacks from my reviews is how relatable that it is even when i encounter people in person in the physical they say, oh, I remember being in a space like that myself. And they, they say that um, they commend me for being brave enough to speak about it because they could never. So, I mean, it's it's a journey of joy and
0: pain all in one. Right. Well, you know, writing can be very cathartic. And I think that your book will possibly inspire others who are dealing with struggles or you know trying to work through some things to inspire others to also want to write um, and get some of these things you know out and on paper you know the the pen does tend to bleed for us you know as we as we work on on projects and stuff that
1: um, we're dealing with
0: pain and feelings the pen will do our bleeding yes I love that Thank and that's you. the
1: beauty of it, and so far that's that's what it. Because I was saying, okay, the purpose is for what? What is it that I want this book to do now that it's out? And I was sitting and try again, just trying to. I do a lot of self reflection, trying to figure that part out. But the more that I was reflecting on it, the more the answer answers were coming, and people just were saying, "You've inspired me," and so. Um, I've inspired others, like you said, to just pick up their pen and just to write because it is a form of release. I've always thought and felt as if my writing was releasing me from pain. It was releasing me from whatever shackles, bondage, or whatever was heavy, that heavy thing that was on me. I was able to write it out and release it, whether I chose to write it and keep it or write it and burn it or write it and rip it up and throw it in the trash. It still was a form of Release. Mm
0: -hmm. And I know that you have a a strong faith, um, strong belief, and do you find that um, your poetry is reflective of that as well?
1: Yes, um, I went from being more religious to more spiritual. And so I'm in the midst of a spiritual awakening, spiritual journey and how that has helped me so far with a combination of both of both the religious aspect and also the spiritual is that I had to go within. So all the answers I was seeking, all the support that I needed, everything that I needed, the answers were already within me. And that's what spirituality taught me. But the religious part of it is, which I still believe goes hand in hand is faith. My faith just continued to grow bigger and bigger. And I remember praying and sending out a petition for God to surround me with women of big faith. But instead, I was isolated for those three months, October, November and December of 2020. And I had to become a woman that has big faith. So it was a difference. So again, it is that um, correlation in a journey where you have the joy, but you also have a little bit of the pain, but they both go hand in hand. It's like light and dark, they coexist. You can't have one without the other. So my faith, my spirituality, it has been a major turning point in my life, especially in this season. And I'm grateful. I am forever grateful.
0: And you work in a profession, too, where you are serving other people. And um, I think at, at this time when people are more isolated, what you do to help other people is also giving them hope as well and energy that they need to get through.
1: Yes, ma'am, and and that's exactly what it is because um, like I said, I work at the cancer hospital, cancer hospital here in Atlanta. And just to be around those people and to see what they're going through, first of all it it puts me in a space of always being humble, to always humble myself, and then I'm there to be able to tell them a story or maybe just say a prayer with them, or like you said, just to give them hope that you know there's joy in a journey, we sometimes just have to look forward and and that sometimes can be the hardest part is looking for the joy, but it's there, even if you just open your eyes. Whatever, you know, have have the opportunity to open your eyes or to look out the window, to even just smell a flower, is joy in that regardless of whatever it is that we're going through in life, especially during these times.
0: Absolutely. So would you share some of your poetry with us?
1: Yes. Um so it's I like that you said poetry. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm going to read her and her was written. I wrote her. Maybe I want to say two years ago. And just one of my co-workers has said to me, oh, you're on a spiritual journey as well. And I said, yes, well, I like to write, too. It's a lot of things that I like to do. And so we came up with her. I wrote it to her because she was the first person that I was able to open up to to say, I'm on a spiritual journey and I'm not afraid of this path. And so the title of it is called Her, and it is on page 34 and 35 of my book. She writes from the heart. Here we go. So she is the perfect elixir of honey so sweet. She is the woman whose journey never welcomes defeat. Her eyes told a story that her lips didn't speak. Her soul yearned for something that was hidden so deep. She took the path to find it herself. She sat in silence. She heard her soul speak. She was becoming, she was breaking her honey so sweet. She looked in the mirror, not ashamed of her past. It was part of her journey. And yes, this too shall pass. She adjusted her crown, her crystals in place, proceeded to manifest her desire so she could run a new race. Crown readjusted with a sparkle in her eyes. God said, well done, honey, you have finally arrived. And that's one of my favorites, because in this season of my life, after I have written She Writes from the Heart, I feel like now since I'm unloading and unpacking all of that that came about in that book, I can be at my season of arrival. So now it's like the arrival. My decisions have changed. My behaviors have changed. I can go from writing a story of pain to writing a story of happiness. Um, I can go from showing my scars to now showing my healing. And so I'm
0: excited. That poem, it, it just it just spoke of a positive attitude. I really liked that. Turned it around and said, hey, I'm okay. I got my crown in place and I'm good to go.
1: And I I'm good it.
0: to go. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I really liked that a lot. What you got, what else you got for us?
1: Um, I also have, I like I like Sundays, okay? What I miss about being here and being home is Sundays. Is because every Sunday, what I would do was go down to a spot called the Waterfront and it's just on the Delaware River, but it's so peaceful and so serene. So on Sundays, my daily routine would be to go to the river just to write, to cry, to pray, To me, it was sort of a sacred place for me. And so I'm going to read Sundays, which is on page 36 of my book. Sundays, I cried a river today. My mouth could not utter the words. My eyes could only express the emotions I carried within my soul. I cried a river today. I found peace in my tears, knowing that tears are liquid prayers, a silent language that only God hears and only God truly understands. And one of the things that I share with my patients at the hospital is this, tears are liquid prayers. You know, sometimes we can't express the words behind why we cry or the outpouring of our tears. It's just like with the rain, we know it comes down, but it's also a cleansing. So for me being in certain spaces in my life, I always would go to the river to pray. And in at being at the river to pray, I would always cry, but I realized that the tears were like the rain. It was cleansing. It was cleansing mm-hmm. my soul from whatever it is that was going on on the inside of me that I couldn't express verbally, but only through my tears. And I tell my patients that a lot, like cry, because God understands, God hears. Tears are liquid prayers. Yes. Release it, let that. it out, cleanse.
0: That's a great and so I. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you. You know, I was Thank you so Carly. I heard a story one time a long time ago about someone was trying to understand where God was when so many horrible things were happening in their life. And they were just, you know, so devastated and that was one thing they were stuck on was where was God? Yes. And the person that, that they were speaking to one day about it, that they were trying to help them get unstuck. He took her by the hand. He took her out to the, the like a river area. And he had a cup and he went to the river and he scooped out a cup of water and handed it to her. And he said, you see this river? These are God's tears from all the mm-hmm. prayers that you have, from all the pain people are suffering from. And here in this cup of water is a cup of God's tears for you. And that helped her get over that hump of get past that wonder and realizing that, um, you know, through the analogy of God's tears being in the river, um, how God was always around for her. Wow.
1: I love that. I love that. And it makes perfect sense. It. I I, it resonates with my spirit, with my soul. And again, even here, I try to find a body of water because it's something about being close to the river that I'm always able to find God and find a piece of God and just able to hear clearly, whether it's instructions, directions or just sitting still in a
0: moment. So I totally can relate. That's Mm -hmm. beautiful. Thank you. It wasn't my idea. I heard the story and it really stuck with me for, you know, well, that's probably been over 20 years ago I heard that story. And I Mm -hmm. find myself telling it a lot.
1: So
0: I believe you've got another poem in you to share. I
1: do. Um,
0: This one is from my,
1: I like to call her my mentor. She's my sister. She's my friend. She's Uh, An all time fan of yours, Miss Cheryl J. Jackson and um, in their book. Yes. (laughs) Different size of the same coin. Mm -hmm. And one of my favorites out of her book, which is located on page 106 and 107 and continues to 108 is woman. And so it goes like this. What's love got to do with it? Ain't going to let nobody turn me around. <laughs> I love that. Mm-hmm. And so the title again is Woman. And it goes like this I am more than the sum of my body parts. I am divine, transcending all space and time. My beginnings are ever of old, eclipsing the African Nile. I acquired knowledge of life's intricate path at Solomon's feet. I am divine. Transcendent all space and time from the hypnotic and mesmerized sway of my hips. Men throughout the ages were brought to their knees. All nations came from the bowels of my mother Eve. She was taken right from my father's Adam's side. They're, they are supreme, giving life and form to every living God, breathing thing. You marvel at my ancestry while coveting my majesty, hating in which you can't understand. God made black don't crack hair that defies gravity and melanin that has never regarded science. Admittedly, quite hard to comprehend. I am more than the sum of my body parts. I am divine, transcending all space and time. My father called me woman. I love that. (laughs) I feel like it embodies.
0: Yes, I love it. I have that book as well, and oh my goodness, these ladies are talented too.
1: They are. They really, really are. She's amazing. She's one of my favorites, and again, like during this whole process, um, I just was praying for alignment to be aligned. To the right people in this season And she was one of them She was as a matter of fact the very first person And had it not been for her My book would probably never have been published And well, it had been published It just wouldn't have been introduced to the world She pushed me She gave me the the push that I needed To say no this isn't just for you You have a story to share And you should share it And it was her nudge It was her push that propelled me To go ahead and announce to the world That I had written a book and I like to always give, you know, credit where credit is due. Yeah. And just, I'm just grateful because my life changed in a matter of mm-hmm. weeks because of her. And it's a beautiful thing. You know, and even, yeah. go ahead. I'm sorry.
0: We're a family. No, I just, you know, it's just what you say. It just go along with that. We're a family. Poets are a family, and we we raise each other up. We cheer each other on. We share each other's words. That's what families do, you know? And I love the community of poetry, you know?
1: Yes. And I'm learning, I'm getting new. I'm new to everything, but it's amazing so far, even just talking to you and talking to others and joining different groups on social media. It's really bringing me out of my shell because this is a new world for me. And I'm used to being the one that sits back and claps for everyone and, you know, promotes everyone and pushes everyone. And it's like, now everyone is doing that for me and I'm I'm overwhelmed
0: because I it's a new experience for me. Totally new. Well, speaking of promotion, I, I have this um showing where you can get the book on Amazon.com. You have a beautiful cover photo. Thank you. And then you also can be found on Twitter and um and Instagram, which is one of my favorite places to go see what people are up to. <laughs> Look at that. You know, look at that being all sassy right there. <laughs> I'll
1: be trying to be a little bit yeah. sassy. <laughs>
0: I like that. <laughs> yeah, no, right. Instagram, I see you there. It looks like you have lots of uh, maybe motivational kinds of videos going on up there. So check those out. Beautiful. And do you have a, a um, another book under your belt? Are you working on anything else right now?
1: Yes, I'm working on the second book. Um, I'm trying to come up with the title because I kind of feel like in this season that like I'm arriving into who it was I was birthed to be and who it is I was sent here to be. And then I'm like, but I'm going deeper within myself. So I'm kind of trying to tweak the title of it and play around with it a little bit. And then there's a third book that should have been. In the first book that I was told, I kind of felt like these first two was getting the jitters out of the way and helping me to learn the ins and out of being an author and self-publishing. because I had no idea it was this much work. (laughs) So I have I have a few under my belt that I'm (laughs) working on on my time off from work. I can fit them in.
0: Yes, yes, yeah, I I had a job one time where I had a lot of downtime because I was working on an on-call my weekend and I mean, sometimes there were no calls coming in. I did some serious poetry writing, (laughs) otherwise (laughs) I'd fall asleep. I actually (laughs) created a whole website while I was working because I was so bored. I had to find something to do. Oh, Wow. Yeah. Sometimes my job does a lot for me to,
1: you know, be writing and working on different stuff, but other times it can be so busy. So I try to fit it in on my days off. Like, okay, sure. this is what you need to do today.
0: Yes. Yes. It's only been in the last few years I've been able to work more full time on poetry, and I didn't. Of course, I'm like semi-retired, so it's now I can do okay. that. Okay. Well, Lamia, it's been a pleasure to have you on here today. Um, Is there anything that I haven't asked you that you'd like to share? Um, I think
1: we went over everything, and I just want to, again, say thank you. And I I know that I'm connected to the right people in this season, like I am so honored to be a guest on your show. I am so honored to be able to talk to you just to share space and time with you and energy with you this morning. Like I have been looking forward to this all week long. So I'm just so grateful for you. Thank you so much, Lisa. This is a pleasure.
0: Well, I wouldn't have the podcast. Yes, thank you so much.
1: (laughs) And it's amazing. I can't wait to repost and
0: tell everyone (laughs) to go and listen. All right. We'll look forward to that. Well, thank you so much for being on the show and you have a wonderful rest of your day. You as well. Thank you again, Lisa. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. Come back again soon. Would you like to be on our podcast? Send an email to pulse at gmail.com and we'll get back to you soon thank you have a good day